Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the uh, you know to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Throws, ends up, yes. touchdown, did he get it? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson here on the Full Court Press. Flying solo today, Jason Walker on his way to Cottonwood High School as the Grizzlies take on the Colts as the regular season comes to a conclusion tonight in high school football. And uh, give you a quick rundown of who's playing where, what's on the line for these games, uh, how you can follow along, multiple ways to follow along. Some schools are playing, some are not. So, uh, update you on that as well. Uh, we had the Utah Jazz have their first preseason game at home. Any observations about Utah's game last night against the San Antonio Spurs? The Major League Baseball playoffs underway. Well, there's a delay, and so it may not be totally underway. Uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on girls' soccer playoffs, which are underway this afternoon. Skyview was already advanced to the next round. They took down Dixie. And they advance will uh, go to Ridgeline on Saturday in the second round as Ridgeline earned a first-round bye and try to get some score updates on other teams from our area uh, as well. So uh, and more to hear from Coach Jay Norvell of the Colorado State Rams and uh, his defensive back, Henry Blackburn, who uh, had some comments earlier this week about Utah State and news today that Colorado State will start their third quarterback for the third different game um, and uh, coming up on uh, Saturday it's going to be Giles Pooler who will be their starting quarterback six foot five pocket passer not very mobile so uh, I think there's going to be some opportunities for some tackles for loss some sacks and uh, maybe even some opportunities for some interceptions uh, for that Utah State secondary uh, but we'll get into more of that Coming up uh, during the show, here's some more comments from Jay Norvell and Blackburn uh, about the Aggies and what's going on with the matchup, which will take place at uh, 5 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. We'll have pregame coverage here on the fan and on KVNU starting at 3.30 with Al Lewis and Craig Hislip, who always do an outstanding job of doing the research, uh, understanding the history, but also understanding what's going on currently uh, with these uh, matchups and uh, unique uh, audio uh, that you won't be able to hear anywhere else to preview the game and the matchups. And then as soon as the game is over, we'll be back on the air again with KVNU Aggie Call, simulcast here on the fan also, and go until we're done taking your calls and your reactions to what happened in uh, Fort Collins on Saturday night. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. A couple different topics today on a Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh, let me let me pose this as a, as, a, as a secondary Would You Rather. If you're on a football team that's struggling, would you rather just cut your losses with the new way of, of the transfer portal 
and go find an opportunity somewhere else uh, and just make that those intentions known early and, and clearly? Or would you rather stick it out and a year of a season of discontent and then uh, and then announce your intentions in the postseason after the season is done? Because we're seeing with Colorado State, and this is happening with a few other schools, players are a little bit slow to catch on to the new transfer portal rules. But um, it, we, we've seen this a number of occasions for Colorado State specifically. Earlier in the year, they had a wide receiver announce he was quitting on the team and he was going to transfer. Last week, a defensive back, Robert Floyd, who was an impact player a year ago. And then on Monday, uh, another wide receiver, Garrick Robinson, announcing that he was going to transfer. And perhaps the biggest blow, Taiwan Francis, who is uh, one of their, their top defensive backs, announcing that he is going to transfer. And uh, he's had 32 tackles and, and two pass breakups so far this year. He's like a, just looking at the numbers, he's in the top 10 overall in the conference in, uh, in tackles and uh, in what he averages per game. So, I mean, he's an impact player for them. And he's announced on Monday that he's gone. So kind of a surprising number of transfers for Colorado State. It's been a struggling year for them. And so look, do you would you rather like announce your intentions early on, get it out of the way? You're like, okay, I'm not gonna be in the mix. So coaches know, players know, don't plan for me to be there, get other guys going to fill my spot because I'm not doing this anymore. I plan to go somewhere else. Or would you rather stick it out and have a year of discontent than announce your intentions at the end of the season? So kind of a would-you-rather Wednesday in this second hour here of the Full Court Press. A couple more texts coming through in our Full Court Press text line. Love to hear from you as well. 435-339-0321. Uh, I love everything about that quote. And, and I agree. You know that uh, we played a quote to just to, before the top of the hour last hour about from uh, Henry Blackburn, and saying that um, you know he he's okay that players left, and if they're going to quit on the team, they don't want him there. Uh, and uh, interesting, he had that comment, and I, I think I have the comment from Jay Norvell about players having ulterior motives or other agendas, uh, but. Um, yeah, clear, clear that out and let the guys who want to be there, let them shine. Let them play. And I, I agree. Um, it's a, that's a strong statement from from one of your leaders. I, I loved that quote too. Uh, 8968 texting in. This transfer portal thing is uh, way out of hand. It just isn't the commitment that athletes or, for that matter, for people that once was. Uh yeah, I mean, I understand, and I and I'm definitely somebody that's like you make a commitment, you hold to your commitment, um, and you you make a promise, and you tr- you you should follow through on that promise. But I also believe that sometimes when you arrive on campus or you arrive in a situation and the promises on the other side are not being held up, then why should I be stuck? and chained to a promise that's not being fulfilled on the other side. I'm not saying that's always the case with some of these players and why you know, they're announcing their decisions to leave. But a, a coach can can leave and go somewhere else and make more money 
easily without penalty. But uh, it's never really been balanced that the players uh, could do the same until a little bit more recently. So I agree the transfer portal was getting out of hand. I, I, I like these new rules that the NCAA is putting in place about certain windows of time when you can officially put your name in the portal, when you can officially be contacted. But it's, I mean, these guys announcing that they're transferring and quitting on their teams, everybody knows. I mean, opposing teams will know, and there there will be ways around it to contact you know their their people about availability and interest in a program if there's an opening. But um, but I understand the point. You know, people aren't holding to commitments like they used to, and that's I'm not trying to be a you know old guy get off my lawn situation here, but uh, it, it it is it is sad to see how it's trending and where it's headed. Hopefully these new parameters kind of help with that and keep it in line a little bit. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, 6391 uh, texting in, if you transfer midseason, can you play immediately? Or are the players just announcing they intend to transfer after the season? Uh, you know, that's a fair question, too. Um my understanding is that when they are announcing that they plan to transfer, they are they're done. They're they're saying they're done. They want to leave. They don't want to stick it out. But uh, we'll it'll be interesting to see this week if uh, if if Taiwan Francis if he's on the roster and if he plays if he gets any snaps because some of these other guys like you probably wouldn't have seen too much of them anyway. Um. Right. We could look back at the snap chart uh, and uh, if, if Robert Floyd got any action last Saturday after he intended uh, announced his intentions to transfer. But um, Taiwan Francis is definitely a player who makes plays for the Rams. And if he's, if he's announcing his intentions to transfer, my guess is that he's done. Uh, and I would be surprised if he stays on the campus. Um, certainly wouldn't. I don't think he'd stay in the uh, among in the football facilities with all of his teammates. Like, hey, you're quitting on us. Why are you even here? I think that would make it. I would think that would make life very difficult if you announced your intentions to transfer and you were giving up on your team and your coaches, but you stuck around and was still there. Um, from the players' perspective. Here's an opportunity to keep, you know, getting stats or get tape and make plays. That's all in theory, but I can't imagine your teammates would be very happy with you or even your coaches. Like, why am I going to throw anything your way if uh, you're quitting on me? I'd rather get somebody else in here and develop somebody else who's going to give me a, a chance to be here next year and develop them for next year. Uh, in fact, this kind of gets to one of the quotes uh, this week from Coach Jay Norvell that he was uh, really disappointed in his team and was challenging them and uh, kind of gets to this thing about players having their own agendas. So interesting comments from Coach Jay Norvell earlier this week talking about his own team. I've been trying to prod this team to, to show, have them show me their soul. You, you know, and, and you can't play this game unless you play it for the love of your teammates. And I just thought we were really selfish in the preseason. I thought we were a selfish team. I didn't think we really 
were playing for each other. I think we had a lot of guys that had a lot of different agendas besides CSU football. I really do. And, you know, and we, we, we don't have a lot of those guys on the team anymore. And I think the kids that are here have a genuine care and love for each other. And, and it showed. So interesting uh, comment that's for you here from the coach and from the defensive leaders about players having different agendas. Uh, and and that, that's a pretty good number of players at the start of the season, uh, or since the start of the season, I should say, who have announced their intention to transfer and leave the program, and which I would rather say quit on the program. Uh, 6391 with the question, could they join a team midseason in play? No. Um, no, there's certain windows of, of time where you can and you cannot add players to your roster. Uh, I mean, otherwise, you'd have a situation where you might have some guys play in the first couple of games and shine and then say, we're going to transfer, and then a, a team higher up the totem pole have some some player hurt and needs to fill a spot, and you transfer up, and that's like mid-season free agency. No, that just that doesn't work. That would be... That would be really ugly. But there are certain windows of time when you are available to, to transfer and move from one program to another. Uh, 2305, texting in, is Coach Norville uh, taking any slack for recruiting these players that are now quitting on his team, or are they blaming the players only? Uh, you know, that's, I, I know there's been uh, quite a bit of discontent in Fort Collins with the way things are going. Uh, I'll be honest, I haven't read a ton of uh, some of the reactions to the season so far. I plan to do more of that um, throughout the course of this week. But, um, you know, one of, the, one of the, the things that the head coach needs to do the most when he arrives, a new head coach, when he arrives on campus anymore, is uh, recruit the guys that are already there. Get them to stay. Um, and look, that was that was a decent football team last year, at least roster wise, but had coaches that couldn't get out of their own way. And interesting that Coach Norvell comes in, brings a number of players with them from Nevada, and sometimes that can be disruptive too, right? You uh, we saw this at Utah State, guys who were here putting in the time. Uh, trying to uh, put their own sacrifice and investment to move up to greater opportunity. New coach comes in, brings in some different guys that compete with and maybe even take your spot. That, that could be tough, and I can understand. That could be a, a legitimate reason to uh, to move. But this far into the season, that's what's surprising to me the most. Like, you go through spring, and you already have a pretty good idea like what this coach wants, who his players are, if he brings new guys in, if they're going to compete for your spot, you've got an idea. And then you go through the off season with weights and nutrition, and then you get into the fall camp and it starts up again. You've got a, you should have a pretty good idea. So the fact that there have been, what, four or five guys since the season started for Colorado State is surprising. And I think Jay Norvell should be taking some slack. Uh, not slack, flack 
I think he should be getting some criticism that uh, these many players bailing on his team through the first part of the season. That's, uh, that's kind of a surprising number. But at the same time, I mean, look, this is a team that uh, really struggled in a lot of their games. Lost to, to, at home against Sacramento State. Uh, they played at Washington State. They played at Michigan. Those are tough places to play. But uh, Middle Tennessee State, Sacramento State, I mean, should be competitive in those games. So this is kind of a surprising start for the Colorado State Rams. Uh, one of the other things, too, is that, look, this he's been a little critical of his players. Like, he, he challenged them. Like, you're trying to find the soul of his team. Uh, but he is highlighting that he feels like he, he has pieces there. They just haven't been able to assemble them all to make much sense just yet. We got an offensive line that's capable of playing well. Um, I think we got a, as good a receiver in the conference. And, and you know, the way Avery played, I mean, it, I mean that was a really uh, productive game at running back. And so I think he can see the pieces of the puzzle coming together. You know, we got to keep bringing the young receivers around, um, you know, and getting our tight ends involved. But we, we've got some pieces that we can build on. Yeah, and, that's, and I can understand that. I mean, you're searching. Uh, if you've had such a long losing streak and uh, you finally got a victory, you, you're trying to figure out who you are still at this point. And that was uh, – I'm going to chalk up last week as uh, – that was an emotional victory. Uh, that was an opportunity – you know, to, uh, you know to, to make a statement for a lot of those guys against their old team, against their old place where they were to fight for their new head coach. And so that was an emotional game for Colorado State. Still not quite sure how they won that game with 136 yards given up on 14 penalties, three turnovers, only 78 yards passing, one for 11 on third down. I mean, you look at a lot of these key categories for a team and say, those are a lot of strikes against you. But they did have 177 yards rushing, the most they've had all year. And uh, they, it's kind of crazy how that game concluded. So they did enough, just enough, to get that win at Nevada. But you look at this team on the whole through the year. Uh, they were 2 of 11 on third down at, at Michigan, 3 for 14 against Middle Tennessee State, only 2 of 13 at Washington State, 3 of 13 at Sacramento State. As I mentioned, only 1 of 11 against Nevada. They've really struggled at rushing the ball, 82 yards at Michigan, minus 10 against Middle Tennessee, uh, only 37 yards uh, against Washington State, 75 yards against Sacramento State. Certainly turned things around, had 177 uh, this last week. So, Kind of surprising the the kind of season that they've had, um, but you know part of it is that you know they've had some injuries, they've had some transfers, and they've had to rely on some young guys to step up. You know we do have some guys nicked up, beat up. I don't know if Clay's going to be back this week. He's probably another week away, and um, you know Braden got banged up in that game. Um, you know we're probably going to play a couple quarterbacks this week. Giles will probably get a. Play, chance to play Giles Pueller and uh, Jackson Stratton 
so we're getting both those guys ready to play. Um, you know, and we knew we were going to go through this. We got young quarterbacks or young bodies, and um, we're just going to have to find a way to overcome. And if you remember, Coach Anderson talked about that air raid offense, that it's it's effective and works when you have time and repetition in the system. Well, now they're throwing in another quarterback, young quarterback, freshman quarterback, and uh, will not have had a lot of time in the system. So look, Utah State's favored by 11. Uh, I think I'd take the over. I think just think Colorado State's going to struggle to score points and move the ball. Now they do have some dudes up front. Uh, that's that was apparent last year. They made it difficult. They got after Logan Bonner. I think they still have some guys that can get after Cooper Lega, uh, Muhammad Kamara. He's a good defensive lineman. Leads the league in sacks and tackles for loss. Um, he's got ten tackles for loss on the year. Four and a half sacks on the year. So they got some defensive linemen. Uh, that can get after you. Some decent linebackers as well. Uh, Daquan Jackson, he's uh, one of the top guys in the conference with with tackles per game. And uh, Blackburn, um, uh, Henry Blackburn, is uh, one of their defensive backs. And uh, he also talked about trying to prepare for that Utah State offense and what the defense will have to do to try to step up their game. You know, Utah State, they have a unique offense because with their, their spread, they, they kind of spread out the field a ton. Their receivers line up almost on the sideline, it seems like. And uh, we played the same offense last year, but the quarterback's <laughs> different this year. Um, and, you know, that's, that's just another challenge. Like, that's, that's something that we, we look forward to, just seeing another challenge of, of being, being able to, you know, tackle the quarterback. You know, I like, I like when quarterbacks run because I like to hit quarterbacks, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I look at that as a good thing in, in something that our defense can take advantage of and, and be able to stop him. You know, it's just another challenge. You know, we know they, they like to throw the ball. They like to spread it out. And, you know, they run, they run all the typical run uh, concepts. But, you know, it's good that the quarterback can run, and it's just going to be another challenge for our defense this week and to step up to the plate. And I think our defense has been doing a good job of, learning from our mistakes and, and fixing them and, and just increasing our execution. And I think that's going to be crucial again this week because Utah State's a good team. And, you know, they just came off a win at Air Force. And, you know, uh, we know they're a good team. And, and we're, we're ready for the challenge, though. It's a defense. Uh, so interesting comments from uh, – in, well, not really comments, but a perspective from Jason Walker and his preview that he put out today on Cash Valley Daily – Talking about the, the the most recent history between these two teams, and that there have been some wild finishes between Utah State and Colorado State in what two of the last three times they've played each other. Wild finish there at Fort Collins, I believe this was in 2018, and uh, Utah State goes down. They they come back and they score about 45 seconds to go to take the lead. Colorado State's coming down. And uh, they take a shot at the end zone. Looks like they score a touchdown as time expires. Only the sideline official had thrown his hat. Their wide receiver had stepped out of bounds and came back in to make the catch. We've seen that at Utah State this year. The big difference is their wide receiver was not forced out. So Utah State ends up winning on a technicality. And uh, that was an oddity. But, hey, they got the win. A win's a win. And then last year, Colorado State comes here 
And it's kind of a similar situation. Aggies go up um, and to have the lead. Colorado State's coming down. They have an opportunity to spike the ball and and uh, take some time to bring their field goal unit on to settle and, and kick a field goal. They had a very reliable kicker, one of the best in the conference. But there was it was chaos. There were wrong uh, players coming on. They switched it. The, the kicking team's coming on. Well, the offense is supposed to be there to spike the ball, so there's confusion. They run out of time. The, the play clock's expiring, so they hurry, set up, and, and kick the ball before they get uh, penalized and have to move back for a delay of game and ends up pushing the, the field goal attempt, and Utah State wins the game on another kind of a weird fluke at the very end. And uh, Blackburn remembers that and recognizes that uh, there's there's a bit of unfinished business for between the Rams and the Aggies going into this matchup on Saturday. I take this game just as personal as I took Nevada because because of how it ended last year. I mean, we, we have a lot of unfinished, unfinished business with Utah State, and so... I, I think we're all kind of having the same mindset this week is is we have we have some unfinished business with these guys. Unfinished business. Yeah, they they should have won that game. As as I said earlier, they they've had a history of of coaches that just couldn't get out of their way uh, and uh, mismanaged the way that game ended. And then in, in Fort Collins, just wide receiver going a little too wide. Trying to get out of the way of the of the secondary to get in position, and wasn't forced out. So uh, I, I think that I think that this Saturday will be a little bit different. Um, and uh, I just I've got the feeling that Utah State's got more men, more momentum on their side, playing more clean football, more uh, efficient, successful type of football than what uh, Colorado State is right now. So. What do you think on that, though? Love to get your thoughts and your reactions. 435-339-0321. We'll switch gears and talk a little bit about high school football, go through who's playing where, what's on the line for these games, try to find some scores for girls' soccer. The 4A playoffs are underway. And uh, who's going to be advancing to stay alive in the 4A girls' soccer tournament? Who's going home? Utah Jazz had a preseason game, their first preseason game in Salt Lake last night. Some of the observations from that as well. Coming up here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Want to set yourself apart from the competition? A new leadership MBA at Utah State University will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or take online interactive classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before November 15th to be considered for a January start. Contact the MBA office for a waiver of the application fee. Learn more at utahstatemba.com. That's utahstatemba.com. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor. We love the Cache Valley. Thank you for all of your support since we opened in February. Every one of our rigs is built for your adventure. We invite you to stop by at 615 North Main when thinking about a new rig. At Mountain West Motor, we have Ford Broncos, Ram TRXs, but also keep in mind we have great price point rigs starting at 20 k Check our website for current inventory and pricing at mwmotor.com. And for news and events, follow us on Instagram at mwmotor.co. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. 
Join us at Prodigy Brewing to celebrate Oktoberfest. Delicious specials going on now through the end of October. Come on down and enjoy brats and German potato salad served with our house-made sauerkraut and mustard. Tankards and house-brewed beer. You keep the tankard. Find us on Instagram for updates on new events throughout the month of October. Whether you're out with the family or friends, Prodigy Brewing is the place to be in Cache Valley. Located at 25 West Center Street in beautiful downtown Logan. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan across from Angie's can help. As the weather turns colder, your car needs more babying and an oil change is easy. They'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing, you can stay in your car while their trained professionals service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main, open seven days a week. Thermo Fisher Scientific is hiring for their manufacturing, distribution, and warehouse team. And that's great news for anyone seeking a rewarding career. Thermo Fisher offers positions across multiple shifts, competitive compensation, health benefits, paid time off, bonuses, and an excellent work environment. Help Thermo Fisher make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. Visit job.thermofisher.com and search Logan. Thermo Fisher Scientific is an equal opportunity employer. Aegis Home Health and Hospice loves helping the people they serve. Aegis is a home health and hospice organization that lives by core values of character, experience, and trust. Every day, Aegis' goal is to help you with whatever your health care needs are and to do it wherever you need us to. Aegis, A-E-G-I-S, Aegis Home Health and Hospice. Call 723-9000 or find them at myagis.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, at Napa Auto Parts, you can get yourself prepared for the winter with help from your locally owned friends at Napa Auto Parts. Antifreeze, fuel stabilizer, ice melt, Rain-X, and Trico silicone wiper blades, Napa Legend and Legend Premium batteries, all available at Napa Auto Parts. Five different locations between Preston and Providence to find what you need to get you ready for colder months ahead. I know it's been beautiful these last few days, but it's unfortunately not going to last. Um, uh, what do you rather Wednesday? First hour was you have a star player who... You know, has some kind of a physical altercation. Do you fine him or suspend him? Draymond Green got fined. We still don't know if the Raiders are going to do anything with Devontae Adams. Uh, and so do you fine the player or suspend the player? I understand you have, they're not exactly the same situation, but there was a physical altercation with both. And then in the second hour, if you're a player that is, you know, the the there's discontent with your current situation with your football team. Do you announce your intentions to transfer right away, or do you go through a season of struggling and, and not being happy and then announce after the season is over? Uh, players who announce after playing in just a few games – Well, it depends on if they've already taken a red shirt or not, but there's the option, there's the potential for some of these players that if they announce their intentions to transfer early enough in the season that they don't lose 
that year of eligibility for them and still become a quote-unquote marketable player. So if, if they're, things aren't working out for you, do you just announce it right away or do you wait? I think I would wait just because the season is a long season and things can change. I, now, to this point, like you've got an idea. You've gone through spring. You've gone through fall training camp. You've got an idea of what your place is and how coaches feel about you. But injuries can happen at any time, and opportunities can change over the course of the year. And so there very well could be an opportunity just around the corner waiting for you. So I personally, just my personality, I would I'd rather try to stick it out and, and make it work. Uh, but, you know, if you've been trying to stick it out and make it work for seven, eight months already, and, and it doesn't look like anything's going to change, then, okay, maybe it doesn't make sense to wait just two more. But uh, it's kind of surprising how many transfers, how many players are giving up already on the Colorado State Rams. Uh, last night, Utah Jazz had their first home preseason game of the season, hosting the San Antonio Spurs. And San Antonio jumped on the on the Jazz early and really didn't let up very much. Jazz finally kicked into gear in the fourth quarter. Now, Utah did not play Mike Conley and put more pressure on you know, other guards like Colin Sexton and, and Jordan Clarkson and even uh, Jared Butler had a, a pretty good run. Uh, for the Jazz last night, trying to determine you know what are the other options at point guard for Utah, and uh, finally turned it on, scored 31 fourth quarter points. They were down by 20 ish at the end of the third and ended up only losing by seven. But um, still, this Utah team you know, throwing a lot of different combinations out there, just trying to see who they are and what they've got. But uh, Laurie Markkinen seems to be continuing to prove that he's the the most polished uh, scorer for the Utah Jazz. Uh, you had a double-double last night, 18 points, 10 boards. Um, and they call him the Finisher. He's from Finland, the Finisher. Uh, Kelly Olenek with 10 points, two steals, two assists, three rebounds. Uh, you know, Not a bad game from uh, Olenek. But you know, looking at some of the newcomers, um, Walker Kessler had a pretty good run, 25 minutes off the bench, 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 blocks. He was a plus 11 on the night. Uh, Simone Fontecchio, uh, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing from Fontecchio. 8 points. Uh, he only had 1 rebound. He's got to get better at being able to share the ball and do a few other things. But he was a plus 13 on the night. The best in the plus minus category for the Utah Jazz. But um, you know, Butler... Which uh, I think he's got to really prove that he still belongs on this team. I think that the there, there's a lot of tape on him already, and what kind of improvements are he, is he making, and is he really going to be a valued member of the squad one way or the other? Twenty-seven minutes for Butler, thirteen points on four of twelve shooting. He was three for eight from beyond the arc, uh, but. What stood out the most for me is that he had seven rebounds and seven assists. Um, so he also had two steals and a block. So trying to do a lot of different things to help his team, and really it's kind of on the line for him uh, before you know he uh, 
uh, gets cut or sent packing because Utah does need to trim their roster still. And uh, they, they've got to have some hard decisions here soon. So uh, Utah uh, has, uh, you know, that that's it for their um, regular season. Uh, no, sorry, they do have one more preseason game. Sorry, coming up on Friday when they host Dallas. So you have one more chance to go see the Jazz take on the Mavericks on uh, Friday night in Vivint Smart Home Arena. Uh, you can get in there really cheap to see a preseason game and see what this team is like. Uh, 435-339-0321. What are you seeing out of this Utah Jazz team so far? Uh, and early on, most of the game, it looked like I mean Utah was winning the who wants to tank harder <laughs> in between the Spurs and the Jazz. Uh, but then I was kind of impressed with how they dialed things up in the second half. You know, Colin Sexton, 21 minutes, but only seven points, one assist. Now, if that's going to be your your other point guard in there, I, you got to get more out of him than that. Jordan Clarkson, been impressed with him, like stepping in and all the weirdness and still going out there and playing basketball and being very effective at what he does. Seven assists, 12 boards, excuse me, 12 points, five boards. He did have four turnovers to lead the team, but uh, solid performance uh, from Clarkson. Um is uh, kind of helping to lead the offense in Mike Connolly's absence. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it progresses and see how these young guys play. But uh, somebody's something's got to give. Some of these players will have to be cut and let go um, or potentially moved, traded. That's still a possibility. Uh, so anyway, your reactions to that, 435-339-0321. Uh, coming up next on the Full Court Press, get into the high school football schedule for tonight, who's playing where, and how you can follow along, and uh, kind of what's on the line with some of these games that we have tonight. That's coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Shriver Foods wants to give a big thanks to the community for your support during their 50-year celebration. Thanks to you, they exceeded their goals for money raised and food donated for the Cash Food Pantry. Over 60,000 boxes of birthday cake mix was donated and thousands of dollars raised, all to help feed hungry families in our community. You also helped set a world record for the largest macaroni and cheese dish ever made, over 4,700 pounds, and it was delicious. In fact, so many people have asked for the recipe that you can now pick up that exact recipe at the Logan Schreiber Foods Office, 885 North, 600 West. Local restaurants donated proceeds like Texas Roadhouse, Chick-fil-A, Firehouse Pizza, Los Primos, Sabores, Tandoori Oven, and Cafe Sabor. They also want to thank their dedicated Triber Foods employees for all the difference you make in feeding the world and doing good through food. Again, thank you from everyone at Triber Foods. They couldn't have done it without you. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and Cache Valley's newest and most up-to-date medical clinic located at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan, just south of Cache Valley Hospital. The entire staff and Dr. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art medical facility. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North 400 East in North Logan. Go to cachevalleyent.com for details. Most insurance products, including Select Med, are accepted. 
You can't beat fall in Utah. The weather is perfect for a getaway. Get out and drive a new Murdoch Hyundai with 1.9% for three years on Santa Fe, Kona, or Sonata. And every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, and owner's assurance. When you walk through our doors, you feel like family. At Murdoch Hyundai in Logan, Linden, and Murray or online at MurdochHyundai.com. Call 866-6283-60 Privacy Dealer for complete details. Offer expires 11 122 SC Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from SC Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to SCNeedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Mountain West Motors' selection of trucks and SUVs has been specifically customized for your next adventure. For those who like to go out and have some fun, they've got a great selection of vehicles just for you. Roaming the mountains, going up for the hunt, hauling kids, hauling trailers. They've got a unique selection at mwmotor.com or stop by 615 North Main in Logan. Uh, So we got some high school football going on tonight. And uh, two teams will not play as uh, Skyview did not schedule a game for this shortened week. The Green Canyon game at Viewmont was canceled, presumably because of RPI reasons. And uh, But we do have a couple other teams that are, are in action. We've got four games going on tonight. Uh, Bear River's at home hosting Salem Hills. Interesting matchup here as uh, Bear River is 2-7 and seven on the year. And so is Salem Hills. They've had a similar record and a similar season for, uh, for, the, uh, for the Bears. So interesting uh, between these two teams, both looking for uh, a key win, trying to help get things going to conclude the regular season before uh, they get ready for the postseason. And those uh, final results, final RPI will be released uh, later uh, this uh, over the weekend, some there are there are some teams who play on Friday, but um, Skyview faced Salem Hills earlier in the season, so uh, Salem Hills has made the trip to uh, Northern Utah already uh, this season. So that game will be on one hundred four point nine, the Ranch in Box Elder County. It also have options to listen and follow along on CashValleyDaily.com. Uh, Clint Payne and Jardine Nesson on the call there. Mountain Crest is at home tonight. They're taking on Maple Mountain. And uh, that's going to be 107.7 KLZX. Uh, way to follow that. Jake Ellis and uh, John Olson on the call uh, for that one. And uh, it'll be also video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. A way to find out what's going on with the Mustangs as they close out their regular season at home. Uh, and this Maple Mountain team, they've struggled. They're one and eight on the year. Mountain Crest is five and four. So this is a good opportunity for Mountain Crest to move up in the RPI. Maple Mountain is struggling in 5A. Salem Hills also a 5A school. 
they're not the only ones taking on 5A. They're all taking on 5A schools tonight, actually. Ridgeline is uh, in Brigham City tonight taking on Box Elder. And really, if I had to choose just one game to go to, this would be the game. Ridgeline is 6-3 and three on the year. Box Elder is 6-3 and three on the year. Now, Ridgeline is the, the highest-rated team in Region 11. Uh, Box Elder is kind of the middle of the pack in 5A, but still opportunity for them to get a quality win and move up and have more more uh, favorable position in the upcoming 5A playoffs. But for Ridgeline, great opportunity to beat uh, a team that's nearby and who knows, could be a potential you know, region uh, partner in the near future if if uh, things change and, and go to make the life a little bit easier for Box Elder. But Ridgeline at Box Elder tonight and uh, 645 pregame on 104.5 The Ranch. It'll be Nick Zollinger and Ryan Lawrenson on the play-by-play for that game and also video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. And last but not least, Logan is going to be on the road tonight. They're at Cottonwood. This is a Cottonwood team that's really struggled. Uh, they did have that uh, a, a coach on the sideline who understood an obscure rule and was able to fair catch a, a, a punt and uh, kick a field goal on an untimed down to win the game just the other day, a couple weeks ago. So Logan's going to Cottonwood, but this is a team that's 2-7 and seven on the year. Logan High is four and five, and uh, they've had some distractions. They've had some controversy, so this will be interesting to see what happens here for Logan. Can they be focused and uh, get a win, or will the outside noise get to them in this one? But that game's going to be on KVNU, 610 AM, 102.1 FM, and we'll have uh, Jason Walker and Josh Anderson on the call, and it'll be streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. Ways to uh, watch that game and follow along since they're on the road, a great way to see what's going on uh, with the Grizzlies away from home. All those links are up and are uh, available right now on Cash Valley Daily, so you can see them, share them with friends and family who may be out of the area or interested in checking in on what's going on with those games. Uh, another quick timeout, uh, some more thoughts on that and uh, what else is on the horizon. we got some more Major League Baseball playoffs underway. Is that Has the rain subsided enough to get that Braves game underway? Or are they going to have to uh, postpone it and move it to another day? We'll update you on that. Coming up next on the Full Court Press. Want to set yourself apart from the competition? A new leadership MBA at Utah State University will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or take online interactive classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before November 15th to be considered for a January start. Contact the MBA office for a waiver of the application fee. Learn more at utahstatemba.com. That's utahstatemba.com. Advanced Heating and AC, the two-time gold medal winner in Best in Northern Utah. They're teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, 752-7272. Or stop by their showroom west of DI. And online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced Heating and Air. What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep, a better mattress. 
IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart. Remember last October's huge snowstorm that destroyed trees all over Cache Valley? Bobby and his crew at Hall Tree Care were the most popular guys in town. Yeah, high five. Not saying that will happen again. However, I just looked at the forecast for winter and it calls for snow. Snow can wreak havoc in your overgrown trees and shrubs, which can wreak even more havoc in your home and vehicles. Call Hall Tree Care before winter gets here. 760-6587. Ask about their radio discount. That's H-U-L-L Tree Care. I'm here with Mark Anderson from Anderson Seed and Garden. Mark, can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of Northern Utah? You know, our carpets get really dirty at Anderson Seed and Garden, and we clean every January. Our timing is is kind of difficult. I called Daryl, and he was amazing to work around our schedule. They came in and cleaned our carpets. They looked like brand new when they were all done, and uh, they've just been amazing to work with. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Clean it up and get it out before the snow flies. Don't wait another winter. Let DD Auto and Salvage pay you for that junk vehicle. DD Auto and Salvage makes it so easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles by paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. If you have metal, DD Auto and Salvage and Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787 1204. That's 787 1204 today. See store for details. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Judge has had a historical season, but that doesn't mean that you should give him a 10-year deal, which is probably what he's going to want. He's going to be 31 at the start of next season. There have been injuries. That's not a great combination for somebody looking for probably a 10-year contract. Every player ages differently. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson here in the Full Court Press. Uh, look, I'm really getting tired that this is still going on. All the whining coming out of Provo, it's still happening. All like, there must have been some coordinated memo that went out. I don't know if it was shared in an elders quorum or or group me or what, but there's been so many people complaining that Utah State just has too many unnatural hits on on the on the BYU quarterback. And Jaron Hall was not totally 100% to go up against uh, uh, Notre Dame, and that's why they lost that game because, oh, it's Utah State's fault. And uh, now we've got some other media members weighing in on this. Uh, and uh, now apparently there's a quote from uh, Aaron Roderick saying that uh, he ran the ball so much in the fourth quarter because he was trying to protect Jaron Hall from all the hits. I wasn't going to let him get hit again. Look, come on. Welcome to football. The quarterback gets hit. I'm such a fake controversy that just keeps perpetuating out of Provo. Let's give it up. 
it's quarterbacks get hit. And what is also infuriating is that they conveniently forget all the other players that were hit or got hurt on the Utah State sideline uh, or side of the field. I mean, look at the years over the series between these two teams. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, guys get up. It's an emotional game. They get after it. They want to make a statement. But there's this ongoing theme that it must be posted somewhere in a USU locker room that, hey, we have to go after the quarterback and, and knock him out. And that's not the case. It's not true. Quit. Stop. Knock it off. It's so embarrassing. It just continues to this day to be perpetuated. I just saw some more stuff from a media member fanning the flames on this again. I'm so tired of this stupid excuse. It's football. Guys are going to get hit. You stand in the pocket, you're going to get hit. When you've got a, a team on the other side that has aggressive defensive linemen and linebackers that get up the field and do this against everybody else that they face, your quarterback is going to get hit. I am really tired of all these stupid excuses. That we're, how many, When was that game played? Almost two weeks ago. And we're still talking about it. Oh, it's so frustrating. So stupid. Stop already. I just don't get it. So it was the fans. Now you got a, a coordinator talking about it. Now you got a media member reigniting the flames talking about it again. Come on, let it go. Just move on, will you? You can't blame how poor your defense was against Notre Dame because the Utah State Aggies intentionally went after your quarterback. Give it up. 5879 texting in. They got to use up that excuse while they can. Those Zubies refuse to ever play us again. It's embarrassing. 5338. Hey, Aaron Roderick, it's Division I football. Amen. Come on. This is so embarrassing. It's a fake controversy that they're trying to, to justify why they, they, they can't play the Aggies or won't play the Aggies anymore. If this game doesn't happen, it's only because of their pride. But Utah State, and we've talked about this a lot, over the last 10, 12 years, by and large, is always uh, is more often than not, let's put it that way, it's more often than not, a bowl team. It's a good football program now. And so it's not a bad loss if you lose to the Aggies. It's not a bad win if you beat the Aggies. So they try to find other excuses to move away from it because there's that potential that it's an exciting rivalry game. Guys get up to play the game. And what? I mean, should we all just stand in a circle and sing Kumbaya? I mean, this is football. Guys get hit. Oh, my word. That was two weeks ago. Why are we still talking about it? Let it go. <laughs> my gosh. 435-339-0321. Uh, last minutes of the show here. Would you rather, would you rather continue playing BYU? <laughs> Or would you rather just say, let it go. Let's, it's time to give up on messing with these guys and their weird, weird egos and inferiority complex down there.
5879, they're on the side of the flag-throwing NFL refs this week. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, good heavens. Heaven forbid anybody they have on their team should ever do any wrong. Let's let's conveniently forget and leave out the times where they've put some season-ending injuries on Utah State players. No, heaven, no, those just uh, no, those aren't dirty plays. That's just football. But if it happens to them, oh boy, we got to talk about it for two straight weeks. That'll do it for us on the Full Court Press.